0: Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on! Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I mean, you know, during the season, you get, you know, a bunch of banged up, little small injuries. I've had a crack in my shooting hand. My shooting hand was swollen. Um, Pretty big. Uh, You know, stuff like that. But, you know, I'm playing through all those. Jordan Clarkson said he's played through a cracked bone in his hand this season. Well, that just sounds painful, PK. Might also explain why he stopped shooting the ball quite as well. There's a a really good stretch and there's a not-so-good stretch Maybe that explains it. Or maybe maybe, it's just the law of numbers. And I'll never, ever pass up a chance to say the law of numbers.
1: And I always enjoy it when guys start everything with, I mean, you know. Because at home, I do that quite often to where my little 16-year-old, I'll start something with I mean, and she'll follow it. You know.
0: know. (laughs) Nice, you got a little tag team thing going, huh? (laughs) Tag team sarcasm? Beautiful.
1: (laughs) And she's 16, as I said, and I may have told you this, and she doesn't have her license yet. She had to finish the driver's ed. I said, what are you first going to do when you get your license and drive? She says, I'm going to text while driving, crank up the music, and have several friends in my car.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Train them while they're young. I was going to say, did you create this monster, PK, or did you just get lucky? (laughs) I have a way. (laughs) Right. Hey, come here. we got another hour of sarcasm class. We're not done yet. It's a B-block day. <laughs> well, whether you got a cracked bone in your hand or not, the one thing we know about the NBA is it marches on. Tear an ACL, it marches on. Tear an Achilles, it marches on. Crack a bone in your hand, it marches on. And the Jazz are back at it. After two, and for some of the guys, three. But For Clarkson, it's been more than a week now. He hasn't played. The Jazz are facing the Pacers today. It's the rare, the very rare matinee weekday game. And we thought it was, it was odd when they had a 3 o'clock game on a Saturday with Dallas last year. And now they got a 1 o'clock game with the Pacers on a Friday.
1: A businessman special, man. That's Come it. Come out to the ballpark, <laughs> have a hot dog and a beer. Late lunch. <laughs> come on out yeah. to the big ballpark
0: if i heard jerry coleman say that once so help me <laughs> it's
1: uh it's very unusual but i like it it's different i mean obviously they're playing tomorrow afternoon with the lakers at two thirty our time so you don't want them playing tonight and traveling and playing them. right they, 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 i was thinking they should be on a plane by five six at the latest uh so they should if they so choose they could be in bed at nine nine or ten o'clock tonight whatever their body clock allows. So, you know, it's always tough to play back-to-back, but they should be able to get at least a normal rest So on, the, on this game tomorrow. Uh, so they have this Friday afternoon game. I can't remember ever now. It probably happened at some point, but I certainly only, can't remember.
0: The only time I can remember it is a holiday. Uh, usually, I, they may have been home once on MLK Day, but usually they're on the road. But yeah, they but have to. doesn't played, really count. It doesn't. It really doesn't. The holidays are different. They had a Christmas Day game at home against Houston in the 90s, but it's a holiday. Yeah. It's totally different. It's a right. work day. So, right. no, as far as I know, they haven't done anything like this. And I, I have no memory of that. If someone's got a recollection, that would be awesome, but no idea. Anthony Davis nearing a return for the Lakers. They've not ruled him out against the Jazz, but the coach said it's uh, it's not probable. But he's getting close. So if he you know plays next, I, I don't know what their schedule is after Monday. If he's playing next Wednesday or Friday or something, I guess that wouldn't be surprising. He's close, probably not against the Jazz, but nothing definitive. And when he does come back, you got to assume it'll be minutes restriction, 15 minutes, that kind of thing. So... Derek Favors, knee issue. He's doubtful to play today, while Jordan Clarkson is now probable. So we haven't seen Jordan for, what, like four games I think he's missed now? And I think they're going to rotate through most of the rosters, whatever little uh, issues guys have in these back-to-backs. Get them some rest so they don't play so many games and uh, let whatever is bugging them heal up at least a little bit. So I saw three guys out in the last game, and looks like Favors will be out for this one. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Shot clock down to five. Holiday going to go to work here. Holiday, stutter step move, fading jumper. Good at the buzzer over Capella. Wow, that's a
1: tough shot. Looney has it back to Lee. The Warriors putting backcourt pressure, get them to turn over. Curry from downtown, that's up and good. Jalen dribbles out of the wing, shovels it into the
0: paint. Caught there by Tristan Thompson. Bounce pass to the cutter. Tatum, two hand slam. Great decision making by Tristan Thompson. Payne on the angle, right side now. Bridges lob it in for DA. Over the rim and in for DA. Great Dan, play Ray. by Mikel Bridges. Highlights from around the NBA there, the games that really matter to Jazz fans. The Phoenix Suns beat the Sacramento Kings 122-114. DeAndre Ayton, 26 points, 11 boards. And the Suns are 14-2 in their last 16 games. They are sprinting to the finish line, PK, although about to hit a really tough spot in their schedule. But they've been very good.
1: Yeah, the under eight man. He's been playing well. Of late. listening to Phoenix radio, they've really been pumping him up. Last night, ten of eleven, just the Kings. I understand that, but uh, you know they haven't uh, had se- they haven't seen this type of consistency. I think what this is his third year in the league, and he's still on a young side. But you know, played one year at the U of A, obviously, but uh, he can really make a difference for this team if he plays like this. Because I think the other guys can do what they can do. And he's sort of a wild card there. If you can give them that type of production, ten of eleven. I mean, you know, you, for him, you're not going to get much better. It's all about being aggressive, and he's playing extremely well.
0: The Celtics beat the Lakers, one twenty-one to one thirteen. Jalen Brown had forty points. Boston had an enormous lead in that game, and the Lakers made a run, but couldn't get it done, and Boston wins by eight. Lakers have been alternating wins and losses. They literally have not had back-to-back wins or back-to-back losses since they won two in a row in late March, basically three weeks ago. It's been three weeks of this ping-ponging back-and-forth playing 500 basketball, which has really been a bigger trend for them for two months. They're, they're 12 games over 500 now, which is what they were back in late February. So, But they'll get their guys back, their two stars, and uh, presumably will all change. That's yeah, well, they didn't
1: have Drummond. He's out with a toe. And... Uh... Markeef uh, Morris, uh, whichever Morris plays for those guys, he was out. So I mean, they don't really have a whole lot of guys right now. They're backcourt guys, uh, what was it, Matthews and Pope, one for seven each. Jalen Brown, seventeen to twenty. Wow, man, that's hot.
0: Eighty-five <laughs> percent. Look out! All right. All right, well, ten straight games, alternating wins and losses. We'll see if the Jazz break that streak for the Lakers since they're playing them. Two in a row, can they give the Lakers a three game losing streak? Because the Lakers well, haven't had, yeah, Lakers haven't had that one, in a
1: month. If they want the one seed, they've got to. You know, the Suns are only a game back. Yep. Yep. They got one more game at home, and then they go out on a, a four, I think a five game road trip. Milwaukee, yeah. Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn.
0: They're going so. pl- to play 12 to 16 on the road, and they're going to play a bunch of good teams. Now, it remains to be seen whether those will be good teams the night they play them. Uh, you are excellent at cataloging which key players are taking games off for whatever reason. So we'll see on paper, it looks like a difficult stretch and we'll see if that actually holds to be true. Yeah. Michael Jordan will be the presenter for the late Kobe Bryant. When uh, Kobe is introduced into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, do they introduce you into the Hall of Fame or they induct you? Or that person introduces and then the the star inducts. That's it, yeah.
1: They make a big deal about that in yeah. basketball. They don't even do that in, in other baseball. sports. Right, I'm yeah. not sure what they do in football.
0: MJ will also introduce Baylor women's coach Kim Mulkey. So MJ is going to be busy. Two of the ten are MJ's. So when is that? Uh, it's usually in like July. Yeah, they said they're moving it. Yeah. Uh, I, they moved it to the Mohegan Sun out there in
1: Connecticut this mm-hmm. year, though.
0: And then late in the show yesterday, we gave you the news. LaMarcus Aldridge abruptly retiring. Health scare, irregular heartbeat, bothered him in a the game, then bothered him when he got home. Went to see medical people the next day and decided it wasn't worth it, and he needed to be done. So he retires. Briefly, a Brooklyn net there after uh, leaving San Antonio with the buyout. DJ and PK. Hashtag
1: NFL it's an interesting class Um, you know it's an interesting group of guys and uh, some have some you know very strong in some skills some are uh, seem very strong in other skills so it's uh, you know it's definitely an interesting it's an interesting group (laughs) Bill Belichick trying to say nothing how do you do BK remind me of an old Bob Dylan song some are mathematicians some are Carpenter's wives
0: (laughs) (laughs) so here's the deal we, um, we've um, we had draft people on here and, and you were quizzing about the quarterbacks and, you know, there's five that are supposed to be really good. And he thought nine was the floor, that they would all be gone in nine picks. They might be gone earlier, but that they would all go in nine picks. And obviously somebody may trade up and, you know, they could go more quickly. But he thought in nine. Now the key to that and, and ESPN, you know, they can really beat the draft into the ground. I was channel surfing, PK oh, sure, yeah. and they were going off. And so the question was, Are the Patriots, will one of these quarterbacks fall to the Patriots at 10? Is somebody going to give Bill Belichick a good prospect? And we all know good prospects sometimes flame out and sometimes they turn into stars and we never really know. But that was the whole thing, and they were just going nuts. Is the league going to gift one of these guys to Belichick at 10? And the question, and I came in in the middle of it, so they may have already addressed it before, but I thought the question is, man, when you're 10, how hard is it to trade to 7 or 8? You know, can you trade up? I want to. Can you trade up two or three spots and get one of those guys? You know, is Belichick going to get somebody out of this out of this draft class, or is another elite player going to fall to him? You know, because elite players are getting pushed down because people are valuing, possibly overvaluing, probably overvaluing some of these quarterbacks. Oh, no so, question, right? So, because all five aren't going to pan out, somebody's going to be overvalued. You know, so does somebody get a dominant offensive lineman like Sewell or a dominant receiver like Pitts because people are busy picking quarterback busts, And so is somebody like yeah. that going to fall to, uh, you know, like Jerry Rice is the recognized unanimous GOAT, but he didn't go number one. You know, other people got overvalued. So what's how's this going to shake out? And the Patriots attend. Everybody will be waiting to see if – Belichick can bounce back because obviously he's not popular with everybody and people want to say it was Brady. Uh, but you got to be careful about getting too far in front of that argument because Belichick might build a real good team and make you look stupid.
1: I was listening to somebody, some national show yesterday, and I can't remember which. Uh, but they were talking about how how things have changed so dramatically with the quarterbacks, and they're going to have all these quarterbacks go in the top ten. And he brought up Boomer Esiason who was a pretty good quarterback yep. in his day. Yeah, he and so was. so he came out in the 1984 draft. And he was taken, I think, with the 37th pick in the second round. So that's the end of the second round at that point in 1984. And today they were they were making a point. If, if, a, if a player like Boom is I think he came out of Maryland, if I remember. If uh, he came out today. He'd never go he, that late. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, as a, he was a decent player. Interestingly, he turned 60 years old tomorrow. I looked it up uh, to give you an idea of, of how old he is and, and when he played. But, yeah, it's just the, the, the nature of the game now is quarterback, yep. quarterback, quarterback. It's like real estate with a location. I mean, there's just a mad scramble to get one of these dudes and, and hope you can pan out. And then if you don't get them, you turn around and you look for it next year or the year after right because the Jets drafting Darnold what did he go three we know Josh Rosen went 10 and then the Cardinals turn around the next year and and draft Kyler Murray so it's like a mad scramble to try to find one of these guys
0: so with Zach Wilson there have been a lot of comps and then they pick apart you know part of your game you're not like this guy over here but over here you are like this guy and when they talk about Zach Wilson and the size, Drew Brees' name inevitably comes up. Well, to your point, Drew Brees was the pick at the start of the second round, and Zach Wilson, and we think he's going two. But they're just not waiting for quarterbacks anymore. Well, they just Kyler rush Murray's to the front of the way line. Way smaller yeah, than Kyler, guys, and he went one. Yep. Yeah. So they'll sit there and talk about all the things you don't have, and then they'll take you really early in the draft, anyway. Yeah. Former Dallas Cowboy, former San Francisco 49er Alden Smith signed a one-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks. He was out of the league from 2016 to 19, the result of multiple off-field incidents and violations of the NFL's substance abuse policy. But he was reinstated to play for the Cowboys last season. Cowboys opted not to re-sign him this offseason. And because quarterbacks are so valuable, that makes pass rushers so valuable. So Seattle, in an attempt to upgrade their defense, which was not good at the start of the season, but pretty good by the end of the year. They're bringing, uh, they're bringing Smith in. See how that works out for them. Uh, you were talking about NBA uh, enshrinement. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremonies are set for August 5th to 9th. Canton, Ohio, and they're doing uh, double classes 2020 and 2021. Actually, a uh, also, class. It's a triple class because they have a thing called the Centennial Class. Uh, Hall of Famers chosen as part of the league's 100th anniversary. So they're going to do all of that the first week of August. And usually, August is pretty light for sports. Um, so usually, the enshrinements fall, fall in there. And there it is, uh, early August for pro football in Cannon, Ohio. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So Kyle Winningham was asked about this in one of his availabilities, as you heard here, uh, during spring football. And then now it's official. The D1 Council approved all Division I sports return to their regular recruiting calendars beginning on June 1st. Council acknowledged schools in different areas of the country could be limited based on regulations set by campus, city and state requirements. But the schools are no longer restricted by the created dead period. It was enacted March 13, 2020. Programs will be allowed to have prospects on campus to visit during the summer before fall camps open after over a year without that. So, a little step back to normal for the NCAA.
1: June 1st, huh? June 1. June 1st this year will be Rene Hadorn's 90th birthday if he were still alive. You may ask who that is. That's Your my father-in-law. father-in-law. Yeah.
0: He'd be 90. Yeah. 90's up there. Died at 59. That's not up there at all. No. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 2-0. Muncy with a fly ball. Right center field. And deep. On its way. And gone. Max Muncie a three-run home pitch. A swing and a liner. Shallow center field. Bogart's going out. It falls. Base hit. Here comes Louie. He's going to score. And the Twins walk it off in 9-4-3. Stretch by Floral. First pitch. Line drive left
1: field. There's a base hit. And that's a game winner. Dansby Swanson on the first pitch he saw.
0: Highlights from the uh, major leagues. You heard the Dodgers beating the Rockies 7-5. Whatever mistakes the Dodgers make, PK, they they just hit three-run homers, and it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I watched the game yesterday. One of life's simple joys is listening to the Rocky announcers when they lose. Justin Turner, they're up 2-0. Turner comes up with two men on, hits it to center field. Fly ball deep. It's gone. Three-run home run. I just enjoy that. (laughs) So
0: routine.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, now, of course it would have been the Rocky guy. He would have exploded. But,
0: oh uh, my gosh, you would have nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers—they're hey, no one's unstoppable in baseball, but they look pretty they, unstoppable. Yeah, <laughs> maybe as close to it as there is. Eleven and two, and it looks effortless. I know, and it's so early. It's like barely even paying attention, and they're eleven and two. Got a
0: two and a half game lead on the Giants, a two and a half game lead on the Padres. They start a series with the Padres this weekend. Fernando Tatis, who's been out with the uh, the FT2. shoulder, the shoulder that pops out subluxation. Uh, he's supposed to be back. He's Good. hoping, hoping he's going to play and everything will go great. Hope nothing goes wrong in uh, batting practice because he heard himself swinging.
1: It's on a baseball network tonight. I intend to watch it.
0: Well, with the Jazz playing a, a day yeah. game, you're gonna you're gonna have a little free time tonight.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, your Diamondbacks beat the Nationals eleven to six. Andrew Young, the Grand Slam for Arizona.
1: So I'm watching that game, and my dog, all of a sudden, gets up and goes and stands in front of the television. And I text my sister about big Diamondback fan. I text her, and I take the picture of it, and I say, I've turned my dog into a Diamondback fan. And uh, I don't hear back from her until the final out. And she and the dog's name AZ, which stands for Arizona, just AZ. And the dog, uh, she texts back, AZ saw a Diamondback win. And I text her <laughs> back, yeah, he high-pawed me. Wow. <laughs>
0: What the 16-year-old have to say about that? that she, had something uh, she wasn't pippy? home
1: at the time because oh, they okay. had a symphonic concert that I had to go to later in the evening. Ah,
0: well, you got to pass
1: on because that little were, bit of dad humor. They hammer. were back, uh, back east there playing in Washington, so the timing of it yeah. worked uh, fine. So I had to go up to the school at 8 o'clock to watch the symphonic band play three tunes, standing O, man, at the end. Absolutely brilliant. Wait band teacher name's Mortensen my goodness whatever they pay her it's not enough not enough huh this young gal she puts in so many hours and cares so much man these teachers you get teachers who care like that and what a, what a contribution they make unlike you and me we're
0: sitting here talking sports though so we got that going for
1: us <laughs> we make zero contributions
0: how are we doing shaping young minds
1: <laughs> yeah. nothing I'm, I'm actually, if anything I ruin them I don't shape them hey yeah. I listen to you guys and now I work for you so you know
0: <laughs> I got one guy a job, PK. We did that. Uh, okay, good. Do we, we get credit for that, Yak, or were we just gonna bystanders? Okay. All right, yeah. Uh Manny Machado went deep, drove in three runs, Padres beat the Pirates eight to three. They split that four game series. Uh you just go into the comments, PK, and they're hilarious or disturbing, depending on how serious you take them. And uh the Padres are trash and they're like they're on pace to win like who says that? And, oh, in the comments, the anonymous comments? warriors, the like under a game story, oh, you know, okay. any you of know, the trash, and the, and I realize it's Dodger fans to some degree, and the, but it's also just you know trolls. And how you can even seriously say that about a team that's on pace to win 104 games? And I get they're two and a half games behind the Dodgers, and it may be a lot worse it's than that about by the, the Dodgers by the end of the weekend. But like, huh. if you're on pace to win 104 t- games. I don't care where you finish. If you finish third behind the Dodgers and Giants, 104 wins is a boatload of victories. Yeah, that,
1: that won't happen though. You I know won't it have, won't. I know you won't have three teams in the same division. I wouldn't think so games. either. Right? It's never happened.
0: But it's hard to dismiss a team as trash. But yeah. Whatever.
1: So who do you think? Uh, which division is tough? Toughest? The NL East? Or excuse me. The NL West? Or the Northwest Division of the NBA.
0: (laughs) Well, we got jazz fans listening, and I got radio and TV to do, so I'll take Northwest Division of the NBA.
1: We're bearing down on this thing.
0: (sighs) It's almost over. I don't know what you're all worked up about. I'm
1: going nuts when they clinch. I don't Uh, know about you. Yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm not going nuts when they clinch. I should probably click on the division standings so I know what the heck you're uh, you're even talking about. There it is. All right, six games up, nine and a half on the Blazers. Sweet. Yeah,
1: I know exactly what it is. It's the only one I pay attention to. That's not true. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. Well, that and the Suns, because they're only a game back of the Jazz. But they are in first place in the Pacific Division. All right, so you can you can stop now.
0: Uh, Oakland had that horrific start to the season, but they won again. They beat the Tigers 8 4. They're only a game under 500. And the Red Sox, who had their 0 3 start to the season, and their 9 game win streak is over. They got beat. The Twins beat them 4 3. So the Red Sox are now 9 4 on the year, but an excellent start in Boston. All right, what is trending? is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job, too big or small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801 295 1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Radio voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke joins us coming up at 8.30. Kyle Goon, Laker B-rider at 9 o'clock. He covers the Lakers for the Southern California News Group. Used to write for the Salt Lake Tribune. He will join us coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone.